Welcome, everybody, to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around the world. I am Michael Dupree, the host of this show. If you're not familiar with what the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is, it's an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, local artists, poets, painters, no sculptors. Uh, As of yet, I'm opening, I'm reopening my... Uh, door for sculptors. <laughs> if anyone knows any sculptors, please Sculpting send them. Super interesting. Michelangelo, in where are you at? Where is Mikey? Where's that old Mike? The Ninja mm. Turtle. I always love that tweet about uh, Michelangelo that says like, "Hey, Michelangelo, will you paint our ceiling?" And then he goes, "Yeah, but I'm gonna punch, paint a bunch of dicks on it." Because <laughs> <laughs> he did. He Classic. did. There's a lot of dicks. What's the deal with all those dicks back in the Renaissance times? They were just cool with it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> can you imagine? It if, for, like, It was for Harambe. You think so? It was a prophecy. <laughs> I don't see the relation. Dicks out. Dicks out for Harambe. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a thing? That's a classic. That That's a classic meme reference. I don't even know was, what that meme was is. Was that 2016 or 2015? You don't know Harambe? I know Harambe, but I don't know about Yo, you know, dicks out for Harambe. No. No, he doesn't know that. Gotta, gotta whip him out, I'm man. too old. Man. <laughs> I know I hit record, because I remember the last time I had you guys on, I we did like eight minutes of the interview, and I forgot to hit record. Yeah. Well, now I'm nervous. There was some good, there was some <laughs> good sure? stuff Should we double on. check? Do you want me to run over Is there? it red over there? Well, <laughs> I'm just it, saying, the last time we were here, <clears throat> you know... Pretty soon after, boom, Michael's engaged. So it's like, <laughs> what's going to happen now? Yeah. That's so true. Man, maybe I'm going to get married after this one. Probably. I mean, if you're engaged, what it's are the chances? The well, you know, it's we... probably the logical next step. Maybe I'll, maybe uh, Emily and I will break up now that this oh, no. we didn't We didn't do any breakup songs. <laughs> oh, man. We didn't pick any breakup songs for our set list. No. Yeah. Last time we did do a song about Tino's wife. They We did. Yeah, and we did. Boom, marriage. Mar- well, not marriage yet. Engagement. Well, it's coming. It's coming up. It's coming. It's a coming. It's coming. Everything's coming up, Michael. We can get a marriage. We can get an rad. invite to that. We'll, we'll play. We'll play. <laughs> I don't like when people crap all over. I've been thinking about a band. Boring, can you, do you guys you know? know Earth Angel? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a pretty easy song. So. Back to the Future. Yes. Um. The, the Back to the Future version. <laughs> In case you guys aren't familiar with these sultry voices that I'm speaking to, they belong to the two members of Pancho Villa's Skull, so. Mariachi Punk Band, uh, Tino and Rolando Ibarra. Ooh. Ibarra. Like one of the practicing. few people that can say it right. See, really? Work, been yeah. working well, on it. You guys schooled yeah. me on it last time, yeah. so I learned. <laughs> uh, and so how have you guys been? What's new? Uh, you know. Playing music, working, playing music, and hanging working. out with dogs. Nice. Yeah, the, those <laughs> are the three tenants touring. Of music. Yeah, Tino yeah. got a dog since last time we were I here. Did. Nice, a pit bull. No, I didn't get a pit bull. Oh, yeah, he did, did like, get it from my my shelter. Though. Yeah, it's a it's a he's well he is a black lab named BB8. Nice. <laughs> he's 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 good most days. Hmm. Most well, days. he, he earned his dog. name because he makes the noises. Really? Like the BBA. Yeah, what? he does. He makes like weird noises. It's like, and it's like stuff like that. Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> he's a goofy. He's a goofy dude. So, uh, in case people like uh, haven't listened to the first episode, why don't you guys reintroduce yourself? Say who you are, what you do in the in the, the band, and uh, if you were to uh, fly, if you had okay, let's take it back. If you were <laughs> to have a superpower, right? Okay. Uh, but it had one caveat. What would superpower be, and what would the caveat be? What the caveat be? Mm-hmm. Um, like one thing that would make the superpower right, like not on. even worth using. <clears throat> well, I mean, would it not be worth using or not? Uh, let's see. I'm Tino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play guitar and sing in Pancho Villa Skull. And uh, my superpower. I'd have that like Zach Morris freeze time mm-hmm. thing. Clock stoppers. Yeah, clock stoppers, but like nobody else can stop with me, so it's kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be the worst because like that's why I think so that's why I only used it for a couple seconds. I would be afraid of using a power <laughs> like that because what if one time it doesn't work? Oh, and you're like trying to talk or to the fourth wall. Well, you're stuck. And like well, yeah, Tiffany Ambertison's like, what the heck did you just say? Yeah, you well, you get you stuck. Can't get out. You get stuck in frozen time permanently. Oh, like you get stuck. And and that's another ra- raises another question of like, does 
so time has just ended for everybody else. If you like, if you stop time for yourself, is like time never going to move for everyone else? I don't know, but what if you got to come back? Would you age and everybody else would be the same age? I think so. Like Einstein's theory of relativity. Because your bio- biology is still moving, yeah? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And how does that work? Like, is it like just your being? That's interesting. <laughs> and I'm Rolando. I play <laughs> percussion and sing and yeah, basically everything else in the band. Mm-hmm. Everything that's and, not guitar. Yeah, everything that's not guitar and vocals. That's what it says in my... But you Facebook do do bio. vocals. Well, like every lyrics. I don't write the lyrics. Oh, BGBs. Yeah. So uh, if I had a superpower, I think it would be to like teleport. But I think that like the the bad part about it is it would only be uh, like gas powered. Like you'd have to fart yourself <laughs> into teleportation. <laughs> so it's like how hard do you have to fart to get somewhere? The, you far, know? the harder you fart, the farther you can go. Yeah. It's like if you need to go, if you want to go to Paris, like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, we're about to take a trip. But I need to like finish this pound of chili before we go. Yeah, you know. So is it is it worth? And then your you pants? just leave a horrible like gaseous. Like, yeah, it's it would be the worst. This is a stream of following. no one, no one would want to go anywhere with you. Is yeah. that what Nightcrawler does? Yeah. Well, it does have the it is like poof disappear in a poof and it's like a poof. <laughs> <laughs> like no one ever comments on how it smells. Like oh, like what yeah. the fuck, Nightcrawler? I, I think it's like brimstone, didn't he say? One oh yeah, I guess I guess so. Yeah, it does smell like like mm. like fiery. Yeah. Sulfury. Hmm. Well, I wish it would smell more. We can uh, talk more about X Men later, I guess. Yeah, we'll get there. That, we'll get, when we get to the X Men <laughs> yeah. segment, that's when we'll we'll do it. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys ha- went on a big ass tour. We did uh, since the last time you came on the show. We did. We slept in a car for like fourteen days. Yeah, wow. most of the, most of the days. We, <laughs> yeah, most of the days we slept in the car. You sure. went uh, southwest. You went to Chicago, and then you went down to Texas and New Mexico. We did mm, backwards. Yeah, you're kind of backwards. Whatever. We did, <laughs> hold on, I think I can do it. We did Grand Rapids, Columbus, and then Columbus, Ohio. Then went straight down to Corpus Christi, Texas, over to San Antonio, Texas. We did El Paso, Texas. Shout out to Richie and the B Wams podcast. Did Albuquerque, um, L.A. Right, yeah, and then oh, West Hollywood. Oh yeah, West Hollywood. Technically, and then LA. and then <laughs> no, no, no. We did Anaheim, West Hollywood, San Diego, Vegas. Uh, we're supposed to do Colorado, but the person ghosted on us. What's their name? Call them out. I don't even remember their name. Okay, because they're ghosts now. They're dead. And then uh, <laughs> so we had to us. skip that day, and then we went to uh, Chicago, where Out of Context Productions out there. Nina Swint uh, was able to get us a show, throw us on. And it was awesome. And our friends Jackie and Evan came out from City Mouth and uh, Cliffhanger. Cool people. Check yep. out those bands. Nice. And so then you... we, and then we came home and we played at a corner bar. Yep. Nice. Uh, so like, was that your guys' first time out in like some of those places? Like, yeah, we've never toured yeah. the Southwest before. Like, I mean, our dad's originally from Texas. We've mm-hmm. been to Texas like tons of times. Mm-hmm. We've never played music in Texas. I mean, yeah. I'm probably sure I played music in Texas, but we've never but actually had like a show. show yeah. <laughs> we've never been, like, further <clears throat> west than San Antonio, like, yeah. on the tour. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much after that, we were like, all right, we don't know anybody. Yeah. yeah after we've that, never we been to these places. We're unfamiliar with everything. Well, how did it go? It was awesome. It was pretty good. I mean, I, my wife's cousin lives in Albuquerque, so that's pretty cool. She got mm-hmm. us tacos. Nice. Yeah, and then we knew uh, Corey Tramontelli in L.A., Mm -hmm. um, one of Tino's old bandmates who let us spend the night and cooked us this bomb breakfast Nice. the next day out in uh, Van Nuys. We just exploited friendships the entire time. And it was very nice. (laughs) Yeah. So what's the uh, what is uh, what, what's the difference like between like the the, the crowd the audiences out there? Um, more people understand what we're saying. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially like when we played in El Paso, there was like a moment where um, we kind of realized like we didn't have to explain all our songs yeah. because everybody pretty much spoke Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean that, that was pretty cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean it was really cool. And like I think was it you that like started to explain the that we do a. a a cover song called La Llorona and I think Lando started to like, explain like what it was and then they were like yeah man we know yeah <laughs> it's pretty we, we just listened to it yeah <laughs> we're like, like yeah we we know it that we grew up with that song too yeah <laughs> so it's pretty cool that night was really special I think um El Paso was definitely like one of the like craziest most dynamic days of the tour for sure um we left San Antonio 
and we pulled up in El Paso, which was a lot further than we had expected. It was like seven hours, so I was like four. Um, and so we're calling, trying to get a hold of the promoter. The promoter hasn't hit us back. We finally called the venue, and we're like, hey, we're supposed to play there tonight, blah, blah, blah. Like, what time is loaded? And they're like, no, you're not. And we're like, mm, yes, we are. And so we, like, go back and forth, and it ended up there was some miscommunication between the promoter and the venue, and they were already having a different show, and they wouldn't let us on. Oh. So we hit up um, our friend Melissa, who used to live there, um, who was a great help, who sent us so many different venues and promoters and just her friends and stuff. And we just started calling people, going to places, and we kind of like struck out on everything because we were like, yeah, we want to play a show there in four hours. Mm. And so we finally circled back to the first place we went to, which was closed originally because it was a bar. And we walk in and we meet the bartender. His name is Kritia. And we're like, hey, uh, you know, we, we, we want to play a show here. And I had a couple of friends coming out from uh, a little bit across the border in um, Las Cruces across New to New Mexican border, not, mm-hmm. not Juarez. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was like, I really want to play this show because like my friends are coming and it'll be really cool. And so she's like, Yeah, like you know, we can't pay you. We're like, Okay, yeah. Like, and there's no microphones or PA or anything here. Even better. But like you can, <laughs> you're like you can just play in this back room if like you can do that. And we're like, Yeah, that's fine. So I slapped together like this uh, flyer in Photoshop, and she was nice enough to not only put it on all of the. Uh, bars like social media pages she like posted on her own stuff wow and like invited her own friends out uh one of the people that melissa had referred us to is this guy richie who does the bwoms podcast and he you know messaged me back and was like oh you know i I missed your thing but like i'll promote this for you i'll share your event and everything and so we ended up getting a decent you know crowd out of it playing a great set we played for probably like an hour just Mm -hmm. because we were the only pretty like people playing there and afterwards, uh, we ended up going to Richie's studio, which originally we thought we were going to get, like, murdered because um, the stranger was like, come to my art studio. I do, I do a podcast. And we were like, well, you don't look like Michael he's Dupree. Like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> he's like, it's like in this building. And, uh, he's, yeah, he's like, it's in this really cool building on the second floor. And so I'm thinking it's, like, going to be this dude's, like, little apartment. But it was literally the entire second floor of this warehouse. It we're used not to be, in the student center of Wayne State anymore. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it used to be uh, used for manufacturing auto parts during World War II. And then was a, like later a, a denim plant or whatever. Yeah, we also but, got a history of the building over there. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> um, Valentin gave us the history of everything, and yeah, we ended up doing that podcast and you know making a great contact and having a great show and showing up to my friend Robin's house at two in the morning and crashing and yeah. that was yeah definitely one of the like craziest nights of tour going from thinking we don't have a show to like almost just being like all right let's just you know give up and go to Robin's house and then just finding a show and having one of the best nights that we had on tour for sure that's mm-hmm. so cool uh do you guys uh plan on touring out there again sometime uh yes. yeah yeah we're gonna try to get that together soon so we can uh head out in the fall early fall this time early fall awesome yeah. like this this fall mm-hmm. yeah if you know mm-hmm. when my birthday is we'll be out on my birthday okay yeah. so for those few people out there keep it in mind <laughs> <laughs> so what is this first song that you guys will be performing for us it is called contradicciones Mm, and what's this one about? Uh, I wrote this song about a lot of like the contradictions I see within like, um, I mean, just kind of like, I don't know, like mentality here in the U.S. Or like, especially when it comes to, like immigrants, like, oh, we hate immigrants, but we also need your work. Yep. So it's just like there's all these like Kelly contrad- Osborne syndrome. Yeah, and so <laughs> it's just like this, uh, you know, a lot of contradictions with that, and I kind of yeah. I wrote this about that. Nice. Or like, hey, we want we want to bomb Syria, but then we don't want to take any refugees. Yeah. Yeah. So those, you know, those contradictions to you. Or like, hey, we're pro-life, but we want the death penalty. Yeah. Yeah. So contradictions. You ever see that tweet that was just uh, uh, why like saying we should put people to death that like get abortions? It's like, but wait. But wait. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is your pro-life stance. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's. I don't Pancho believe in killing anybody. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Contra- Contradicciones by Pancho Villascal. Él vino a los Estados Unidos buscando una vida mejor para su 
pre-recorded <laughs> we played them just now mm-hmm. yeah or played it that's rude you guys <laughs> super high table mm-hmm. yeah it's so tall i know you upgraded literally you're mm-hmm. moving on up yeah. yeah soon enough our heads are gonna be next time yeah next time we're here i'll climb a ladder. the ceiling it, yeah. it, i want to be suspended next time mm-hmm. <laughs> hanging off of like a trapeze yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what do you? That was a new song. Mm-hmm. It's not released anything. Do you guys? So, I. Do you guys have like a new album or EP or something coming? Uh, out? We have. We yeah. We don't have a. We don't have anything that hasn't been heard before coming out, <laughs> but we are um, re-releasing some of our older, like our first stuff off our first two EPs that mm-hmm. never, hasn't like was never pressed before. Like we, there was never a CD or yeah. tapes for it, other than just like burn copies that we did ourselves. Um, so through equal recordings, we're actually putting together um, like a little. I think I don't know if it's all the songs. It's, it's just it's like, like our, a our compilation of like a bunch of, of the, stuff. We of had the old stuff, and there might be a couple of like cool uh, bonus tracks on there also. Mm-hmm. So definitely check it out. Um, we're hoping to have it out around May fifth online. Um, but if you want to get the physicals, got to come to Bloodfest. May the fifth mm-hmm. be with you. May the fifth be with you. <laughs> You'll be with us, right, at the Ghost Light in Hamtramck. Ghost Light, that's my hometown. Yeah, the well, Ghost Light is your hometown. Yes, <laughs> the Planet Ant is my hometown. <laughs> the entire Ant. <laughs> what day of the week is that? It's a Saturday. Saturday. Saturday so y'all have no excuse. No excuse. I might be down there anyway to playing at Planet Ant. Yeah, so. you might be because we can't start until there's after the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So just walk on over. Keep it. Keep it going. Keep yeah, it keep fresh. it going. Keep it real. 
Mm-hmm. You, can, you can MC the night. <laughs> I will. Miguel. Okay. Is that a is that a formal introduce intro, is that a formal ask? Yeah, no, sure. I don't. What, do we have to pay? You? Do we have to pay you? I don't. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Anything actually, you make you know, no, no. actually goes to me. Um, so, who, <laughs> any other any other bands confirmed for that? Yes. yes. So we have uh, Nina of uh, Nina and the Buffalo Riders, mm. and she's actually going to be you know performing. It's going to be like a stripped down stuff, but she's going to be doing her solo stuff yeah. and some stuff, Buffalo Riders will and be some there. of the Buffalo Riders stuff, and they'll be there with her. Nice. So it's going to be like this really cool chance to see her do their songs in kind of a little <laughs> bit of a different way. Nice. And then we also have my friend from Lansing, uh, Angelo Chavez, uh, who's in the band Wellman, and he's going to be doing some really cool of uh, his solo stuff. It's stuff that most people don't like; they haven't seen him perform solo before. So I'm really excited to uh, hear what he has to do. He does a lot of like um, emo rock stuff in Wellman, and this is going to be something a little bit different for him at this live performance. So I think a lot of people are excited to see that. But I think overall what we're doing with this show um, was just embracing our Mexican-American community within the music scene and showing just how diverse like we can be just within ourselves. And doing it on Cigo de Mayo Day, that's so often uh, overridden with people disrespecting mexican culture yep. we wanted to kind of try to take that night back a little bit and do something ourselves and celebrate our culture and really the strength and resilience of the mexican community which is kind of what it was meant to be about in the first mm-hmm. place yep yeah i've talked about it before like how um, cinco de mayo isn't actually a big holiday in mexico which you know people here don't really know that but it was actually used by the uh you know, a lot of people in the Chicano movement to kind of just like cel- take a day to like celebrate their culture and celebrate who they are. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of taken over by, you know, drunk Americans. And so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I want to drink my Corona. Yeah. I want my Corona, <laughs> my Modelo. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't know because I don't drink, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I don't. I'm not a stereotype, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, so we just wanted to take this kind of like, it's like us taking, like he said, it's us taking it back and kind of like, you know, celebrating our heritage and who we are. Nice. Very fresh. Uh, so since the last time you guys came on the show, a lot has happened in this country. Uh, there's, lots and lots. A lot of your guys' music is very uh, politically charged. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, you know, like with ice raids, like getting even more frequent, frequent yeah. and uh, intense, mm-hmm. um, you know, racism is more prominent or outward racism, I guess, is, uh, yeah, it's you know, like, more, um, more and more police shootings. People aren't hiding behind hoods anymore. Yeah. Um, what, yeah, well, they don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to. <laughs> so president. how, yeah. So how do you guys feel like this has, uh, continued to influence your, your songwriting and, uh, just how you approach your music? Um, I mean, for me, it's always been about, um, just kind of making sense of what's going on around me. Yeah. Um, and just kind of getting a lot of my, I mean, it sounds so angry a lot, but maybe it's just cause I'm getting my frustrations out and that's just how I know how to process my feelings. Um, so it's influenced me a lot through that. Uh, I mean like some of the new songs I wrote that were like, still kind of like tweaking and I'll just kind of give you like an insight to one of them. Uh, one of them is about, um, how we were, um, on, on tour in New Mexico and we were stopped and, uh, we were randomly checked which is i mean we're always randomly checked so mm-hmm. it doesn't really feel random when it's every single time yeah this um, was this last this last this uh, last tour. tour yeah and so uh they were asking us you know um you know they asked us to check our car and we said yeah because obviously if you say no they're gonna say why not you know yeah um so we said yeah and then uh they were like well um just let us know where the drugs are and i was like wow what are you talking about they're like just tell us where the drugs are and you can go i was like we don't I don't have any drugs on me. Like, I don't, like, I don't do drugs. Like, I'm pretty, like, you know, clean cut, man. Like, I don't do any drugs. I don't have anything like that. They're like, just tell us right now if there's anything in your car that's going to set off my dog. And I was like, no. And I was like, well, it's, it's kind of funny, but I was, I was like, I, I do have some food in there. And they're <laughs> like, oh, what kind of food? Like, the, the food with weed in it. Like, oh my the, God. the hybrid you got food. weed food. No, we don't got any drugs, but we and just I was have like, weed brownies. I was like, no. no we got, like, was, Cheez-Its and leftover fries. Yeah, and I was like, no. And, like, that might set your dog off. And they were just like, so they, like, tore apart our car looking for it drugs. It was so just, crazy. They had, yeah. first, they let the dog run crazy in our car, which mm-hmm. was kind of, it was, like, scary. Not really because, like, of the dog, but just we were renting the car. So I was like, if he scratches up his seat or something, we're, yeah. we're checked out. So then they had the dog come out. They had the the person like search the car then they didn't find anything so then they brought two more people out 
to you know do an even deeper search and stuff and they, they had this dude like rolling under the car with this thing and like looking under it with mirrors yeah. to see like pulling on the door panels and the whole while we're surrounded by like three or four guys and they're like just tell us where just tell us where the drugs are and just like God. yeah we like we don't yeah. we don't do drugs and then at one point we're standing on the side of the road it's the desert and there's like no buildings around so it's, it's the wind is whipping so you know tino like backs up and puts his hands in his pocket you know because it's cold and this dude like you know unholsters his gun and is like what are you doing what what why are you making sudden movements you want me to shoot you put put your hands out Holy and i'm just shit. like dude it's freaking like wind <laughs> out here you know it's super duper windy like, right, you know i was just like this is you could have just been like keep your hands where i can you know where i can see them or whatever yeah it was just so unnecessary and it was I just they're really mad they couldn't find any drugs yeah I, they <laughs> you know i was like dude when we were getting back in the car, I was like, thanks for wasting our time. And the guy was like, oh, you want to be smart? And I was like, do you want to find some drugs? Because stop somebody else. God. It was, you know, it was ridiculous. It was so, I just mean, a waste of our time and a waste of their resources. Yeah. So, so a lot of that stuff is like kind of what's been uh, influencing more and more current songs. Just like the, I mean, I guess the experience of living in Trump's America is a little, uh, you know, it's yeah. something to process. Yeah. That's <laughs> horrifying. Yeah, man, I can't. I the man, fuck them. <laughs> like, so. yeah, hmm, that's very fresh. That's not fresh, rather. <laughs> no. Hmm. So, what I hope was that the most intense. Like, uh, I mean, there one? was that. We also got detained in Mexico. I was gonna say Mexican, <laughs> <Mexico>? getting detained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like after after we got out, it didn't feel like as in, intense. But when you're in that like holding yeah. room whatever it's like scary because you don't know what they're gonna do to you yeah um and, like, so this is this is what happened so we went to um we, we try okay it sounds really funny but this is what happened we wanted to go coco got released early in mexico mm-hmm. so we were in san diego yeah <laughs> and so we were like let's go see coco because it's in like it's released early in mexico we can just hop over to tijuana and see it and so we went to, uh, we both have um, enhanced driver's license. And um, when we got there, they were like, where's your passports? Like, oh, we have enhanced driver's license. And it was like, this is only for Canada. And we're like, no, no, it's not. And they're like, like we've, we just like, we've used them. It's like we've used them in Mexico. And he was like, these are only supposed to be for Canada. It's like, hold on. And so uh, they wound up like making us come back to this room. Took our took our license. Took our licenses. Yeah, and this was after. This is when you were coming back. No, this is this coming is into we Mexico. Oh, okay. Into Mexico, and so like, um, we got. So they put us in this room, and they like they made us stay there, and they like they um they questioned us individually to ask us what we were doing in Mexico, <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, luckily I speak Spanish because like I don't know if you know this, but like if you don't speak Spanish and you're in Mexico, sometimes they look at you like you forgot your culture, so like me and the um border patrol agent were like kind of like talking, and I was like telling him like this is what we're doing in Mexico, so he was just like that's all, <clears throat> and I was like yeah, and he was like so confused by it so then he asked him and like it was the same exact thing but um while we were in there being detained this other guy he was in there he was like man i've lived in san diego my whole life and he was like and this is the first time they started like stopping people like this and he goes what it is is that um the presidents of mexico and the u.s hate each other Mm -hmm. so they're making it harder for people to come over just like just for the day so it's kind of like their bullcrap is affecting people like on the surface instead yeah. of like it's not affecting them like they really they can talk crap to each other all day but this is what's happening to people like we're getting detained because they hate each other yeah um and so that was kind of something that kind of sucks and it was just kind of like you know yeah but you got to see coco i, I got i didn't get to see no coco. we didn't no, like what they, no they sent us out they, the thing is this they is kicked what us out of tijuana they were like they're like all right you're good to go this time and yeah. so we're like, oh, okay, so like, okay, we'll still get to go over and, you know, we might not see the movie, we'll get food and stuff. So they put us in this like long line. We're in the long line for like an hour. We get to the end, America. Yeah. We didn't realize we're getting like, they sent put us back, back out. To, and then the, you, like the customs people were like, what'd you do? And I was, they're like, what did you do while you're in Mexico? I was like, wait in this line. Like, I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I it's kind of like when you drive over to Canada and you're like, I need to go back. Sorry, I didn't mean to come this way. And then they yeah. send you back around. So you even kind the, of even the U.S. Like guy was minutes. like, I was like, no, we like they said they don't accept our enhanced licenses and we need passports. And the guy has my license and he's like, this is a passport. Like, yeah. this should get you across. And I was like, I don't know. Like, they, <laughs> like that's what so, they told us. They just sent us that's back. That's so bad. 
Well, speaking on Coco, though, I oh, let's uh, talk about that. Yeah, I saw it on a whim. Other things that make you cry. <laughs> yeah, I was on. A, I was like, I, I was like, I, I expect to really like this movie. You know, Pixar movies are usually really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, you know, watching it, and then um, the whole time I'm just like getting more and more emotionally affected by it. I'm alone in the theater, just surrounded <laughs> by a bunch of little kids, and I'm just like watching it. And the very end, you know, the the mm-hmm. like the last song, and I'm just like bawling, and I'm just like so mad. I'm just like wiping my face and just like cr- cr- like. Uh, cr- what's the word? Shaking my head, yeah. and uh, just like I'm just like mad as hell. I'm like I'm weeping in this theater with a bunch of children around me. Like it, yeah, that movie. Yeah. Was here's good. the thing. I cry every time. But here's the thing about that. I like knew like once time. they started like showing like the promo stuff, mm-hmm. like when it came out, I was just like, this movie's gonna make me cry. This is like two years ago, and I was like, this movie is gonna make me cry when I go see it, and I know it. Like I know it in my heart. This movie's <laughs> gonna make me cry. And so, like, um, I had, like, posted something like that on Facebook, and, like, one of, like, the main producers, Lalo Alcaraz, like, liked it and thought it was funny. Wow. But, um, so, two, so two years later, we actually go see the movie. I'm, like, I'm I just bawling at the end of this movie. <laughs> like, I, like, I knew I was going to cry, but I didn't realize it was going to, like, affect me, like, yeah. that much emotionally. And then, like, we saw it again in Spanish, and I was, like, I cried even harder because it reminded <laughs> me that much of my grandmother. And then I watched it a third time. I was, like, I'm not going to cry this time. I think I cried it. again. <laughs> and then I watched it a fourth time, and I was, like, I got it this time. Cried sure, again. Cried and again. I was, like, God, every single That last movie, musical number, it's impossible yeah. to not cry at. I mean, I wasn't, like, sobbing like I did, like, uncontrollably the first time. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still, like, it gets to me every single time. <laughs> I was I think just... The only part that makes me mad is when he does El Latido de Mi Corazón at the end. Why they got his cousins that were hating on him the whole time for playing music. All of a sudden, she knows how to play violin. And he's out <laughs> there singing, too. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, no, stay in the back. Stay in your lane. Go out there. Make make the shoes. Do, like, what you got. Like, be good at that. Don't try to take Miguel's thing. Like, that's what makes me mad. I talk about all the time. My girlfriend's like, you're looking too much into that. I was like, no, I'm not. Like They all were hating on him for playing music. I was music. like, hey, yeah, for real. I was like, oh, you can't just, he's you like, can just ride his, his, his violin. <laughs> it's in their soul. Ooh, I'm, I'm fired up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. So, uh... So shifting gears a little bit, I like to ask my guests sometimes. So, do you guys have you guys uh, ever experienced had an alien experience? Do you believe in aliens? Um, I watch Sex Files a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I asked oh, because I you had your jacket on. I asked because oh, I don't no, really I don't. believe in a, like aliens, like taking people or like I don't flying either. around. I just wonder sometimes if people have like weird experiences like that. Nope, never. Mm-mm. Man, that's sorry. A I've Get never out. been. I've never been abducted. I don't think. Oh man. Um, Let's do it. What would you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You probably would. You'd would probably know you, something weird you, happened to you, at least. You'd know something weird happened to you. Like gaps you could, you in could your memory. Like, that was a weird dream. Yeah. Let's go get abducted, you guys. All right. Let's go Let's go lay on the field. I mean, I love the X-Files, so I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. Too. You could be I in the next I have an X-Files point. tattoo. Really? Where is it? It's up here. It's, you mm. can't see it right now. Mm. Inner thigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tramp stamp, actually. It's a tramp stamp, yeah. Mm, so is, is it an X-Files tattoo that has three X's? <laughs> <laughs> Triple X-Files. Nice. All right. Wow. So what is this next song that you guys will be performing called? It is called Mida Arredor. And uh, I wrote it a long time ago, actually, and we kind of like brought it back. But um, it's, I kind of wrote it about how like I don't like how voting makes me feel ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like there's never been a candidate that truly represented how I feel because I don't feel like I'm Republican or Democrat. I'm no, not. I'm, don't, I'm not either. I uh, I just kind of like, you know, live my life and I try to like do as good as I can according to, um, you know, who I am and uh, who I, I mean, I'm a Christian, so that's what I try to do. And so I didn't vote. I didn't, don't like voting and i don't really side note i don't really know how trump was the evangelical vote don't really get that yeah um, me neither so there's another song, there's another song about <laughs> that about that man out here with the strippers yeah Supposed so there's another God. song about that that uh we're gonna play later uh but <laughs> uh so this one like i was voting i i kind of hate voting because like i said there's never been a candidate who's fully i felt like really represented me and um so it just never makes me feel good voting and so I wrote a song about it called Mirror means like look around and uh that's what this song's about. I'm not even gonna try to butcher the name of that. So here is <laughs> that I, song. I always dedicate this song to Rick Snyder, uh mm. when we play. Yeah. Yeah. And so shout out to him and shout, shout out, out to Nestle. Shout out yeah. <laughs> All right, so here is Mira Arredor by Pancho Villascal. Solo sirven para ellos mismos 
That it's got it's got the the fast part and yeah. I didn't even I didn't sing a lot. I You're still winded some, from it. Thirty yeah, minutes that, later, uh, that that style is <laughs> a little bit more uh, what we call norteño or tecano. It's got a couple different names where, where it's like you know that's what that it's that called song, that style. Um, I think that song, the original version of that song, is going to come out on that re-release that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the I play only piano in it. Yeah, the only place to see <laughs> or to to listen to the song and it's like full version with both of us is the Skitchin comp. Uh, number one, which is going to put out your own records. And Skitchin Comp 2 just came out, and we're going to be playing Skitchin Zine Festival, or Skitchin Fest 2.0, as we named it, I guess, <laughs> uh, May 6th in Grand Rapids. So nice. Mm-hmm. Come out to that, and we'll play the song again, probably. Maybe. Better. I mean, probably have to. <laughs> Skitchin. Yeah. All right. So thank you guys so much for being on the show. Uh, what where can people find more from you guys? Uh, you can find our music basically in any like uh, place you want to, like uh, you know Spotify, iTunes, or on Bandcamp, Amazon, um, iTunes Music, probably SoundCloud, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, I work with some Scottish people, so sometimes that comes out. Uh, SoundCloud, <laughs> McLeod. Um, <laughs> uh, McLeod. Uh, YouTube. We're on the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then our, Twitter. our Instagram. Yeah. Our Instagram is uh, Pancho Skull. The Twitter is Mariachi Punk PVS. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, our Facebook, you can just look up Pancho Skull. Yeah. But if you want to Google it, guys. But if you want to be that yeah. guy, it's facebook.com slash Mariachi Punk PVS. It'll say yeah. liked by Michael Dupree. <clears throat> yes. Yep. If you're friends with me. Yeah. <laughs> it won't say that if you're not friends with me. Oh, well, I guess it won't. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess it won't say that for me because. Yeah. Uh, we're oh, friends wow. on Facebook. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys are going to stick around and help interview our next guest, yeah? Heck yeah, we are. We left uh, early last time, and it mm-hmm. was a mistake. You had to run. You had to run. Yeah, had we to did go. have to run, and mm-hmm. I was very upset was about it later on. He was the, the, the mailman? Po- yeah, you interviewed a mailman. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was very upset we left about that, because... That was an amazing interview. The, the, the iPad <laughs> gave his wife a heart attack. The iPads. Frickin Frickin iPads. iPads, man. <laughs> Frickin' iPads, I think. Yeah, very nice. So we will be back after this. Hmm. 
Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. Hmm. I Rocky too. <laughs> Classic movie. We are joined here by Rolando and Tina Ribara. What? I don't know why Rocky Three gets hated on so much. I don't either. I haven't seen it though, so I can't say. <laughs> uh, of Pancho Villa's skull. Mm, are you guys? And you guys are here helping me interview my next guest. Uh, his name is Scott Moxel. He is a founder of the company High and Dry, which is a company that offers cannabis-related services to menopausal women. <laughs> Nice to be here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Great to have you on the show, Scott. Appreciate it. Uh, glad to be spreading my cause. Yes, great. I'm glad to have you on. Uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, this company. Tell me about it getting it started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, my mom, Your mom. Uh, recently went through menopause, mm-hmm. and you know it was tough for her. She, she couldn't handle it sometimes, and uh, she would just break down mm-hmm. and... Uh, the marijuana business at the time was flourishing mm-hmm. in Colorado. Still it's still fl- still flourishing, and so I uh, thought of the idea to offer you know cannabis-related services mm-hmm. to menopausal women to help them through that tough time in their life. Mm-hmm. So what I do is educate uh, uh, women of menopausal age uh, about the benefits of cannabis mm-hmm. and offer them products uh, that are geared towards them. You know, vape pens and uh, various oils, various oils and mm-hmm. and uh, strains mm-hmm. that are just for them. Very nice. Uh, so, uh, have you had a lot of success with this business? Uh, well, I, I've just started getting it off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother recently passed away. Mm. And, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, she couldn't handle menopause. She couldn't handle it, and and <laughs> leading up to it, I didn't really put a lot of time into it. Did you just say the marijuana? didn't help the marijuana helped oh, okay. extend her life uh 10 years wow, wow. after wow. menopause which is a miracle in in some cases <laughs> i don't think you're familiar okay go ahead <laughs> where was i uh you were talking about uh, how your mother passed she away she passed away and, and uh yeah. at the time i hadn't really put a lot of time or or effort into the company and rip thank you thank you very much <laughs> and uh when she died i uh, you know, started to ramp up a lot. And, yeah. Uh, I got seed funding. and Really sparked something in you. I sparked more than just passion. Yeah. You know, I lit a joint in her honor and <laughs> just decided now is the time to, you know, now, really. Did you ash out in her ashes? <laughs> uh, her ashes are actually baked into the ashtray that I, I made wow. in a pottery class. That's, uh, so okay. just to honor her memory and. That's intense. All of the ashes? All the ashes, wow. yes. It's a big it's a big ashtray. Mm. Very cool. So uh, so you in her honor, you decided that you were going to make sure that menopausal women could uh, feel the benefits of cannabis related services. Yes. You know, if my mom hadn't uh, you know, gotten into the cannabis, uh, she would not have lasted long, you know. Yeah. It's a silent killer, menopause. Really? They don't tell you that. They don't tell you. It, it's a. No. They don't. Sh- I've never had it. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I I don't. I've never had menopause. Well, neither have I. But you know, I've I feel like firsthand that I have experienced the mm-hmm. the through, ramifications through of, your of menopause. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh. So when you um, when you pitch this idea, like, do you have any? How do you? How do you go about doing this business? So we have a startup model. Mm-hmm. So we went through a round of seed funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I pitched I pitched my idea to uh, various investors. Mm-hmm. I actually got uh, a couple big, big names to attach their names to this project. Really? Yes. People like? Steve Cook. Steve, who's the, that? Uh, the president of Apple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's into the idea. He's very into the idea. His mother is, you know, a uh, little bit later in life, but... She has vastly benefit, benefited from the, the pro- services and products that I offer. Wow. Interesting. That's a big, that's a big time investor. It's a big name. Yeah. And uh, he really couldn't convince anyone else to, to do it in his circle. Yeah. But I did get uh, Bud Rich. Who's that? Bud Rich is a, uh, he owns Goodyear Tire. Oh, wow. 
Yes. Good, 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 good for him. And yes, he invested a significant amount of money just to, uh, you know, he, he likes the cause and mm-hmm. has nothing to do with tires, but yeah, well, he just appreciates. You, you don't have to do everything that is related to your most successful business. He appreciates my, you know, entrepreneurial I mean, people spirit. People smuggle weed and tires. Yes, people do smuggle that's, weed and tires. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> have you ever, have you had any uh, issues with the law? I have not because we operate in states where marijuana, medical marijuana, mm-hmm. is legal and regular marijuana is legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, cops often come up to me and they say, hey, my mom or my wife is going through menopause. Like, can you please come in and, uh, you know, demonstrate your services and uh, offer some products? And, you know, I give them free products. So, oh, really? It's a very big widespread awareness campaign. Wow. So how do you make money? I sell online a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have a website called highanddry.com, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we have a variety of different products. As I said, oils, vape pens, uh, education classes, courses. Nice. Online courses, but too. Now, with the online store, are you only allowed to sell to uh, states that have uh, you know, legal medical marijuana and uh, recreational marijuana, or can you sell outside of those states? We have blocked access to all countries and states that marijuana is not legal. I always wondered that. So it's it's a hundred percent approved. Don't ask me how we did it, but we did it. <laughs> okay, I, I just, won't. I just asked him. <laughs> don't ask him. All right. Well, so don't ask again. You ain't got the answers, man. So we uh, so walk us through. So when you. Uh, meet with a client mm-hmm. uh, t- walk us through what that process is like so uh, the woman or uh, the woman's uh, you know son or daughter mm-hmm. or husband mm-hmm. will recommend me and I'll you know uh, send a Skype message saying hey when's a good time to meet uh, we do it all online all Skype. it's all Skype you don't ever meet in person we never meet in person no why, why not an email yeah uh, you know, old people, they don't do well with email. They like Skype. Skype. <laughs> they, uh, they, they're all pretty savvy with Skype. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, you know, we Skype each other. and uh, Video Skype? Video Skype, always. Always. Just so I can prove, you know, that that's the age range that yeah. they say they are oh. in. Because you, you don't want to just be giving out your product. We have a very specific niche, you know. Yeah. If, if a 30-year-old wanted to take advantage of my service, they couldn't because... Yeah. The video. It's not possible for a thirty-year-old to hit menopause. It, it can't happen. <laughs> never no. happened. So early. What about early onset menopause? Yeah, you that, never. Is that not real? If they have a note from their doctor, oh, okay. we'll we'll allow it. Oh, okay. But it has to be, you know, it Verified. has to be authorized by a doctor. Yeah. Otherwise, like you could be prescribing to. Yes. Do you have a Do you have a PhD? I don't. I actually majored in entrepreneurship. Oh. Well, there you go. At Ball State. All right, so <laughs> so you uh, you have this Skype session. Tell me, like, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, pretend that we're in the Skype session. Okay, right okay, now. okay. So, uh, uh, so what these your, are my sons. And what is your name, Mrs. Our mom's got really bad menopause, man. And your mom is Mrs. Dupre. Dupre. Ms. Okay. <laughs> so, so Mrs. Dupre. Yes. You can you can call her Michelle. It's okay. Yes. Rochelle. Michelle. Michelle. Michelle, don't call Michelle. respect. I'm, I apologize. Michelle's my sister. I apologize, Michelle. Michelle Dupre. Uh, what are the, some of the symptoms you experience during uh, your menopause? Oh, um, I get hot flashes. Mm. I don't have any babies anymore. Terrible. Can't have any babies. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I, I, I guess, hungry, I guess. <laughs> oh, you get hungry. Yes. So uh, have you ever smoked marijuana before? No. No, well, I did in the '70s, and I liked it at the time. But then, right, um, it's progressed a lot. Since I then. found some in my son's uh, grocery bags mm-hmm. <laughs> that he keeps in his sock sock drawer. I'm looking at you, Tim. I'm looking at you, and uh, I tried it. And the stuff they have these days, I, I, I was just trying to help her, uh, and I did not like it. I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like it? No, it was too strong. It was too strong. I I I had to lay down on the pat the back patio's hammock for three days straight. Oh, gee. That and drink lemonade. Well, when you smoke weed, stuff like that happens. Uh-huh. But you have to, you know... It's a, it's a risk. You have to stagger 
the amount of uh, uh, of marijuana you smoke, or mm-hmm. it's just going to end up in a bad so situation. I have, do I have to smoke it? You do not have to smoke it. Mm. I actually recommend a uh, oil. Ooh. So I put it in my car? And we have a hot flash sale uh, right now with this oil. And, uh, mm-hmm. Hot flash sale? It's a hot flash sale. <laughs> you, get, you get five oils uh-huh. for $9.99. $9.99. Then that is hundred dollars ninety nine nine hundred ninety nine dollars. That is correct. Yes. Wow. And uh, they're they're miracle oils. Let mm. me tell you. So I what do I do? I put it on my car. You put it on your face. Oh, oh my face. Your uh, you know, it really opens the pores mm-hmm. and it seeps in. You know, it's a it's a full rush head high. I don't know about this. Yeah, you haven't convinced me that this is actually beneficial. Like well, gonna make your head hotter. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like the last thing I want to do is put more stuff on my face I mean, when I'm at hot. At least the last time she was just like chilling outside. And I well, the last time you did put some icy hot on my face, and it made me feel good, Tim. Let me tell you, this is a very <laughs> mellow high, and it will make you forget all about uh, your hot flashes. Mm-hmm. Your not being being able to have babies. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, I'm thinking about it again. No, no, no. Oh no. no. Well, here, let me uh, email me some emails. Oils. I'm sending it through the mail right How now. How do you open this thing? <laughs> Looking, why is why is the shipping cost so much? It's four twenty. Well, that is uh, it's sort of a gimmick, oh. <laughs> and also a way to inflate our shipping costs. Hmm. In a way that benefits four hundred and twenty dollars. Four hundred twenty dollars. So my total comes out to be thirteen hundred something. I don't. I don't know math. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. I'm sorry. It is a major in entrepreneurship, not math. Yes. I strictly have the spirit of an entrepreneur. Mm. And you know, I've failed a lot in my life. Mm. All right. Well, I'll try and I'll get... You could be president. I could. You have a good face. I just like niches. I like finding niches, and I like uh, exploiting them. All right. Back to... That was a drop character. Yeah, that was very... I feel convinced. I feel convinced. Uh, Thank you so much. Um... Uh, dropping my character, <laughs> my Michelle Dupree. Um, so yeah, I feel like if I were a mother, uh, if I were a mother, I would be convinced by you, Scott. Well, thank you, thank yeah. you. That's uh, you know, that's the mission I'm trying to provide. Yeah, I think email might not be the best uh, delivery service, delivery method for this kind of thing. I agree. That's why strictly Skype. Yeah. strictly. Skype. <laughs> you just said you were emailing. <laughs> I said I was sending through the web a package. Oh, like Amazon. Through, through some mailing service. It doesn't have to be Amazon. <laughs> You're not a mailman. We don't have a, a good partnership with Amazon. No? They've oh, actually oh, scorned us. The really? They frown, they frown upon our service, and... They don't like weed? I'm never talking to them again. Oh. oh wow. you, 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 tried, you tried convincing Bezos, didn't you? Bezos is not having marijuana. He, In- he said he's vehemently against it. Wow. And he... Threatened to kill my dog, so... Whoa. Whoa. That sounds like something he would do. Yes. Yeah. What kind of dog do you got? I have a schnauzer. Mm. His name is Robert. Robert the schnauzer. It's a regular schnauzer. Schnauzer. How much How much is it weigh? 600 pounds. <laughs> They're normally like 60 like, to 80. Yeah, it's even smaller. So... That's a, it's a little bit. It's a big ass dog. A little bit of the obese. That's like side. maybe the biggest dog that's ever lived. He he can't move around a lot. <laughs> He's sort of in a job of the hut situation, where he just sits in one place and we feed him and cater to his every whim. Does he sound like Jabba the Hutt? He bursts, you know, like like wah wah. <laughs> so it's he's my he's my everything. <laughs> that's so cute. Thank you. Uh, is uh, how old is he? Six. Yeah. So how how long do you think he has? A hundred pounds each year. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor says he'll live to be at least like seven hundred in dog years. Seven hundred. Oh, so that's it's oh, like that, five. It's got to be like fifty years old in our years. <laughs> at least, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Yeah. That's a uh, hundred years. <laughs> you will be a hundred years old. Schnauzers live a I long time. I think you time. need to get a second opinion. <laughs> Well, my doctor for the vet is actually my medical marijuana doctor, so oh. he's very, very knowledgeable about everything. So he's a um, multi... He's well-rounded. Yeah. Got multi... Uh, Did he also go to Balls specific... University? Yeah. Balls University. <laughs> it was Ball State, actually. And oh, Ball they State. Don't, they don't offer a medical program. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Yeah. He, uh, 
He excelled at Wayne State Medical School. Wow. Nice. I didn't know they I had didn't, a veterinary we don't. here. <laughs> well, he started as a medical marijuana doctor. He majored in medical marijuana. Mm. Doctor. I didn't know we had one of those programs here either. I think that's a Northern Michigan University. Mm, mm, yeah. may, maybe. Maybe it's the Wayne State of Northern Michigan <laughs> I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, you have to interview him. I would love to. I'll give you his card Please after do. this. <laughs> Please do. I would, he sounds like an interesting guy. Yeah. Come back next week. Yeah. <laughs> Very rep- what's, what's reputable. The, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jeff Bezos? No. <laughs> <laughs> no relation to that. To the... <laughs> That damn Amazon guy. It's Dr. Bezos. It's Dr. Bezos. <laughs> he didn't go to medical marijuana. Cause he does not like him. the name Jeff. Do you think they've met? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine what the Amazon Jeff Bezos would do to Dr. Bezos. No. It sounds like it would be very uh, not good. He would. Jeff Bezos definitely has a murder trap in his in his office somewhere. <laughs> Which, Jeff Which one? Which one? <laughs> The Amazon one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, he just has like so God, much anger towards so many D. groups. He uh, he does send me good packages, though. Well, Amazon does. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is a separate monster. You don't think he's, he, he hand packages? Well, I think he, do, he did at the start, and, you know, it just got a little too big for him. Mm-hmm. He, couldn't, he couldn't keep up with the demand. No. But their boxes are so happy. Yeah. They have do little have heavy smiley faces on there. Oh, Just man. like marijuana makes. Yeah. Happy, oh, smiley faces for menopausal women. Yeah. So you have your degree in entrepreneurship. What are some other businesses you did uh, previously before your mother yeah, got menopausal? I actually made uh, pretty much all my life savings in a uh, – it was a ramen noodle for kids company <laughs> called Noodle Kadoodle. <laughs> and uh, made, made out like a bandit in that business and, you know – what were some of the flavors you guys had? Uh, mm. Cherry. Ooh. Blueberry. Wow. Uh, you know, all the flavors kids like. Gummy bear. Mm, minion. Bubble gum. Minion flavor. Did, did they have any type of like uh, nutritional value, like vitamins or? Six grams of protein, wow, which okay. is very impressive for ramen. For ramen, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, f- five grams of vitamin C, okay. which nice. is crucial. Yeah. Uh, vitamin D. So it was a good replacement for a multi- grams for a grams. Kid. It was a good replacement for a kid's multivitamin. It's a great just all around supplement. Wow, and it fills you up fast. Yeah. How many uh, grams of sodium? Six. Oh wow. What? <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. It's very <laughs> it's spread even. You yeah. know all the grams. Well, six going around. Here. Yeah. I just so is that your favorite number? It's a good number. It's my unlucky number, and so. <laughs> well, your dog is six. He is six. And he's six hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> but it's my unlucky number, and uh, I, I have to put it out there as much as I can, you know, to ward away the the internal demons that number brings out in me. Interesting. Uh, so, do you, whatever happened to that uh, noodle co- noodle caboodle? Oh well, there, doodle. It turns out there was a toy company with the same name oh, of man. Noodle Cadoodle, and uh, they sued us to smithereens. <laughs> But you went out all right. I made out all right because I sold all my shares uh, as soon as I heard that they were going to sue us. Nice. I, that's so, what Martha Stewart went yeah. to jail for. Are you, should you be saying that? The statute of limitations is over, I think. And Noodle Cadoodle no longer exists. They sucked at their business model and uh, got bought out by Toys R Us, and Toys R Us no longer exists. Wow. So if anyone wants to sue me it's now. a long paper trail. You know, they can. <laughs> I don't think it's the, the getting sued. Is that, isn't that the federal government's dealing with insider trading? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I won't pretend to know what the government is thinking, but you know they could benefit from my services. Oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't maybe have a, they didn't teach you about like legal stuff in Low Balls University. Or uh, you... Ball State did not teach us that legal government. Uh, unfortunately, no. That's unfortunate. Very. So, uh, do you have any future business plans? Like, where do you plan on taking this? And do you have any other projects in the work? Uh, no other projects. I've been focusing solely on high and dry until I die. <laughs> that's, that's a good a great campaign. That's a yeah, great high and dry until I die. High and dry until you die. That's yeah. that's our slogan for... your mom did, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have to be so blunt about it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> Good one. I see what you did there. So blunt. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. 
Oh man, well thank you so much for being on the show today, Scott. Oh, I appreciate it's it. Been a I, pleasure. You if you have a menopausal mom or you are menopausal yourself, please visit highanddry.com and you know, try out one of our products. Look at our online courses. There's so many benefits, it's not even funny. It's not even courses sanctioned by Ball State. This course is not sanctioned by Ball State. I have not been a student there for more than 25 years. So they can't, like, audit a class? I They can't. They can't audit. Ball Professors, State. many are menopausal. They can use my service. Maybe hmm. in the future you can do shows with, with women on them. No. <laughs> Never thought about that. Yeah, That's is, a great this idea. This is a very congressional thing you're doing, though. I understand, like, where you got the idea. All men. Not all men. It's just me. <laughs> it's just me and uh, Tim Cook. Just yeah. Just and the guy from uh, Goodyear. Yes, whatever his name was. <laughs> Bud Ridge. Bud Ridge. Thank you. Look at that callback. Memorization. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for being on the show, Scott. It has been an absolute pleasure. Appreciate it, uh, Michael. Thank and you. Thank you, Pancho Skull. Thank you, Michelle Dupre. <laughs> You're welcome, son. For stopping by. Make sure you guys go check out their show at Ghostlight in Hamtramck on May 5th on Cinco de Mayo. Don't, don't, don't go to the Cinco de Mayo restaurant in Brighton and 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 eat and get those like Brighton tacos. Go. Also, don't come to our show dressed up as a uh, what you would think a Mexican looks like. Yeah, don't wear don't your sombreros that. or ponchos. Wear, wear your regular clothes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wear every clothes. <laughs> wear all your clothes in your closet except for the sombrero. Dress like the skull from Coco. Yes. Yeah. Don't. Uh, nah. No. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. <laughs> if you're going to do it really well, maybe. Maybe, yeah. If you can look like that guy, then mm-hmm. yes. Costume contest. Hector. Hector. Mm-hmm. We will be back next week. <laughs> We will be back next week with Virginia Violet and the Rays. Bye. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. The last song. (laughs) You guys are performing. One more song. Yes. What is it? It's called El Canaya, and it's um, about a certain president. Which, uh, Obama? No, not him. Not any other president. president. Some other president. Some other president. All right. So (laughs) here is El Canaya by Pancho Villascal. Bye.
Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.